Blog Talk Radio. Call in to 718-664-9513. The topic for the night is real simple. Yo ass and do something. That's the topic. I'm going to let that resonate for a minute. Get off your ass and do something. Okay, now, the reason I said that is because I go to work. I work downtown here in Chicago, and... I'm starting to see the same guys all the time. I've been seeing them all along anyway. But these are um, middle-aged um, uh, young adults, um, old teens. All they do all fucking day is at the L station and selling loose squares, socks, shit they done stole out of the dollar store. Look at myself. Are any of these motherfuckers thinking? What are they thinking? What's going to take to motivate them a little bit more to stop doing, in my opinion, meaningless shit to do some average shit? It ain't got to be above average, just some average shit. Because everybody knows that that, that companies like uh, UPS and, and FedEx, they will hire you. You know, they ain't going to hire you as an executive because you ain't, you know, a lot of them ain't got this skill. But they will hire you as a package handler, something. 
so you can get your foot in the door. And in return, they will actually send you to school and pay for it. And depend on how serious you are about that, you even pay for your, I think it's the first year tuition, something like that. I'm not sure. Whoever had one of these jobs, call in and let me know because I'm not sure. I know my niece had one, but she stayed there for a year or so uh, on campus. They paid for it, and they paid for a school, and all she did was work for them as a, a, a package handling. It can be done. Right now, Bernie Sanders, the senator out of Massachusetts, right now is trying to put a bill through where four-year tuition in a public school would be free. He went a little step above Barack Obama because Barack wanted to get the two-year in public public college free, which is cool. I mean, you can't beat that with a state. I mean, you got to pay for two years of college. You do not have to pay a dime. You may have to get you a part-time job and pay for your, um, um, I'm not even know if the books is involved, but they got grants for this stuff. Even that's going to be reformed. The grant and the loan money is going to be reformed. Everything's going to be reformed. They're going to try, they're going, I'm pretty sure they're going to treat the kids like they did the bankers. They bailed them out. They bailed them out with no interest and all the other stuff until they got on their feet and then they paid them their money back. The opportunity is there. This is the third opportunity in a black person's lifetime in this country. The first one was Reconstruction. Right after slavery, you had more politicians and more, I'm going to say this, illiterate black folks involved with the system, and they made so many strides. It's pathetic. Do your history. Do your black history. Don't do your history. Do your black history of blacks in this country. The system was the system was open for any and every new idea every black person had after Reconstruction, after slavery. Before that, they just stole everything because they, we were property. We come up with an idea, they take it down to the pageant office, boom, it's theirs. But we're going to get past that slavery thing right there. We're going to get into Reconstruction. So many strides was made between 18, I'm going to say 1868 to around the 1900s, like 1901. Blacks made a lot of strides during that time. You know, I can I can slip in and say, yeah, the other white folks started getting pissed off and started burning shit down, and the lynch thing came up and um, 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 burning at the cross and all this other old crap. Yeah, that shit happened. But the strides blacks had and made at that time was phenomenal. At that time in our history was the Civil Rights Movement. That's when a lot of blacks overcame the uh, segregation thing and um, um, the, 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 the housing segregation, um, all types of segregation. They made a lot of strides during that time. Now, keep in mind, I can also say that, you know, um, Herbert Hoover and his little boy, they did what they wanted to do with our black leaders, and um, a lot of things have went wrong in terms of uh, the community and whatnot. Um uh, getting a little setback from some of those, um, the worst history of the United States. You know, everything happens. You know, it, it's all the same. It's different time dates. I can dwell on that, but I'm not because we made a lot of strides during that time. 
It was right around the 30s where shit started really kicking off with blacks in terms of um, um, a lot of black leaders uh, doing their thing in terms of developing the uh, NAACP, um, organizations like that. And, you know, they had the the women's movements and all that stuff, and black power thing came about. We were doing pretty good. Third one was when, when Barack Obama got elected president. A black man got elected president of the United States in this country. Not once, twice. So the mindset of a lot of white people have changed. It has changed. Yeah, I can go back and, and, and say that, you know, you got a lot of assholes in here making laws where they want to strip us of voting rights that we've already fought for and, and they trying to limit um, our access to um, uh, finance and, and and jobs by not passing any jobs bill and they fucking over our veterans. Um, uh, they fucking over the Hispanics. They fucking over. It's a small group of people that's doing this because they're in power. The reason they're in power because we didn't get off our ass and do anything in terms of keeping them out of power. We sat at home bitching and praying and, and ain't did shit. Ain't did shit. Yeah, I can go back and, and finish talking about how Bill Clinton fucked us over with his trade agreement. Um, and, and a lot of those jobs were shipped overseas and whatnot. Yeah, Bill Clinton, yeah, the first black president. Bill Clinton did that shit. <laughs> Do your homework. Set us back a little bit. He ain't no fucking angel. He did it for a reason. He figured if he took away all or most or some of the uh, stilts that was holding us up, that we'll strive a little harder, which was, I think it was okay in a minute, for a minute. Because they ended certain welfare situations where you could be on it, you were on it forever at one time, then it limited to like four years, five years, whatever, then he had to go to work and get extra amount of dollars and stuff like that. That's cool. But we got to stop taking advantage of that little bullshit too because once you get lazy and start just taking shit, you ain't going to want to do shit. Get off your ass and do something. We can do this. Shit ain't hard. Just right now, this is the third time around for us. I don't know how many more fucking times we're going to get, but as far as the educational thing and, you know, the system, you take it for what it is. You, you get out of it what you want, you know. But this is the third time around. In, in, in black American history in this country that 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 we can fuck around and try to do something and keep it steady. This is this is a dream of mine. I got a dream too. Martin Luther King had one, I got one too, fuck it. Inglewood. If I was the president of Inglewood Okay, I got a dream. If I was the president of Inglewood, I would bring the Black Panthers in as my army for Inglewood. They will they'll protect our perimeters and they'll help us clean up all this bullshit inside the neighborhood. Okay. That that Black Panther would be our army. The second thing I would do as president of Inglewood, I'll shut down all them fucking churches. All of them got to go. I don't give a fuck where you go, but you got to get the hell out of here. And I will let one or two mega churches come in. If people want to worship their God or whatnot, it's going to be two churches, one Christian, one Muslim. Then the other denominations want to come in and do their little thing. Fine. But it ain't going to be no fucking 300 of them. You kiss my ass on that one. Okay. The second thing I would do as president of Inglewood, I would bring in foreign money 
fuck Rahm Emanuel. Fuck Romney. The reason the state in the city is so fucked up, they signed some more bullshit where the union, I don't know how the fuck they did, they must have been drunk or something. They signed it to where they can't reduce the pension, but they can keep it to where it is, to where it's at, or they can go higher with the pension uh, um, money, or they can come back to where it was at, which is fucked up. So that means they haven't paid into the pension plan in years. All these people paid into the pension for the um, city of Chicago and the state, but the state and city didn't, didn't put in their portion. I'm not even talking about what Daly did. Daly made enough money to make that whole pension thing sovereign. When he sold off the bridges and and the um, all that tax revenue shit, he sold all that shit out. So he fucked that up. It's all about fucking financial gain. This is our third time around. President of Inglewood, the next thing I would do is uh, um, after we get the foreign money to come in, I would seg- I, I would give certain segments of the of, of Inglewood to them and give them tax and build factories. We would have a shitload of factories in Inglewood, making shoes, making hair care products, making soap, making furniture. Those factories would be in the Inglewood area if I was president of Inglewood. Now, now that the president is trying to get everybody an education and get the first two years free, it's going to be mandated that every motherfucking body sign up for that shit. Ain't no, 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 I don't want you. No, 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 motherfucker. You're going to sign up for this shit. You're going to be drafted to college. You ain't going to be drafted to the Army, but you're going to be drafted into college. It's mandatory. Take your ass and go. It's going to be a privilege to live in my kingdom. Just because it's a poor area and it's affordable, I don't give a fuck. If you don't, if you don't sign up for my mandatory college, your monkey ass will not move in my kingdom. Ain't going to happen. Panthers to make sure your ass don't come across our boundaries to get my shit. Mr. Will, we have a Mr. James here. Did he sign up for college? No. Kick his ass up out of here. The second thing I would do in my kingdom of Inglewood, I like that already, damn. Inglewood. Anyway, what I would do then after that, we got the factories, we got the foreign money, we got the jobs, mandatory college. I'll make sure every woman that lives in Inglewood that has a child, we will use our, some of our revenue and we will give them a stipend. Gaddafi did it over in, um, um, when the fuck was Gaddafi at anyway? Libya. 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 Gaddafi did it. Yeah. Gaddafi gave every woman that had a child a $5,000 stipend, free health care. Yeah, y'all don't get that shit in my kingdom. In return, I'm not going to give you shit for you. In return, you're going to have to be the mother of our, of, 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 of our, um, you have to be the mother of our kingdom. What I mean by that, I'm not going to make it mandatory for you to do anything. Just think. Take care of the kids. Make sure they get a damn good education while the men are out protecting the kingdom. If some of you lady warriors, Amazon motherfuckers want to come and help fight with it, hey, I ain't got no problem with that. But that's going to be your main job is to raise our offspring. You know what I do? 
if a brother fuck around and have kids by a woman and don't decide he want to take care of them, oh, his ass is out to him. You ain't going to come to my kingdom of Inglewood and spread your seed and don't take care of them? Oh, motherfucker, you, oh, oh, hell to the no. If you want to get married, that's fine. You want to hook up and shack, that's fine, too. I ain't into that bullshit. I ain't going to make nobody do nothing. But one thing you ain't going to do is spread your seed and run away from it in my kingdom of Inglewood. Ain't going to fucking have to. Now, you can bring your bad ass on over here and talk about, oh, man, fuck Jimmy. Uh-huh. Where the Black Panther's at? Go get this motherfucker. The Black Panther gonna be the shit. They're gonna be the protectors of uh, of my kingdom of Inglewood. After that, every kid going back to the college thing is gonna be drafted into college. College school is gonna be a must. Again, if you guys decide you want to go worship your little absentee god, I ain't got no problem with that. Do what you want to do, but you ain't gonna make it no crusade in my kingdom. Ain't going well, it's gonna be God's way because God, no, fuck that. God ain't done shit up until I made my kingdom, he ain't gonna do shit after I made my kingdom. So fuck what you talking about. God got his chance, he got it right now. I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna have any of these motherfucking billionaire preachers coming in my kingdom. Look at that I'm look I'm look I have wrote this shit down. I can't pronounce some of these people's names. Maybe you can help me keep. Mr. Dollar, twenty-seven million. Benny Hinn, forty-seven million. Mr. Uh, Macedo, M-A-C-E-D-O, he's worth one billion. Now these are preachers. T.D. Jakes, one hundred and fifty million. Joel Osteen, he's worth forty million. These two African, three African guys. Um, Adobe, Oyodipo. Uh, and Mr. Oyoke Holy, one's worth fifty million, the other one for hundred million, the other worth forty million. Fuck that! They better not ever come to my kingdom of Inglewood with that kind of money. Cause I'm gonna confiscate all that shit, pass that shit out to the people of Inglewood. I'm gonna keep the stipends going, free healthcare. We're gonna do the roads, and that's another thing. In the kingdom of Inglewood, yeah, I'm going to still try to get state and government money. I'm not trying to uh, secede from the government. The government is okay, I guess. It's just fucking greedy. And we're going to keep everybody working about building up our roads, our housing stock. We're going to um, keep infrastructure uh, together. We're going to have, uh, have enough money where we can have the um, uh, entrepreneurs in the community come up with ideas programs to keep our young black men and young black women um, busy. I may fucking ban basketball. I hate this shit. They got more basketball program than learning program. That's fucked up. No, you ain't going to be bouncing shit. Only thing you're going to be bouncing is a motherfucking dictionary and a ballpoint pen. That's what you're going to be bouncing in my kingdom. And all these seniors that stuck up on these little death towers, they're going to be our elders. They're going to be our central location for information and how we can fuck around and, and succeed in the kingdom of Inglewood, how we can fuck around and, and learn from our history. Our history is locked the fuck up and put away. That's a damn shame. They have no voice, but in kingdom Inglewood, they have a voice. Our elders are going to walk proud and, and amongst us like kings and queens. 
And been up and nobody been up fuck with him either. With a black pants at. Miss 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 Grayson, you said somebody stole your purse? You got an idea what he looked like? Okay, I'm gonna go gather like five hundred motherfuckers, you point them out. Ain't gonna be none of that bullshit. All the women of the Kingdom of Inglewood, I still gotta keep that in mind because it's still United States of America. It ain't the United States Inglewood of America. I have to have a long talk with them assholes. Either you're gonna do something or you ain't. If you ain't, we're gonna vote your ass out and I'm gonna ask everybody to make sure that they know that you ain't doing shit. And we're gonna vote your ass out. If you can't help represent us with the United States of America, the state of Illinois or the city of Chicago, your ass is out. And we gonna know that if you if you if you trying to pull a fast one on us, we ain't stupid. Cause you know why we ain't stupid? Cause we real people from the motherfucking hood. That's why we ain't stupid. <laughs> you keep all that dumbass shit to yourself. Okay, then what I'm gonna do is market and promote my kingdom of Inglewood. Matter of fact, I'm gonna even change the name. I got a name already. The name is gonna be New. I mean Inglewood, New Tulsa. I may change it. I like that. Inglewood, New Tulsa. It's going to be mandatory that everybody has the history of Tulsa. Everybody that wants to move into my kingdom, Inglewood, is going to have to know about Tulsa, Alabama. The beginnings, the middle, and the motherfucking end. It's going to be required. You're going to have to know dates what they did, and what the fuck happened to them. So all you new niggas that they're thinking that you're going to move in here and say, oh, well, we don't want to go back and just, that's, 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 that's water of the bridge, and, and we don't want to get into that history because it's gone. It's gone. No, you motherfuckers ain't getting in here either. Take your new ass over to Beverly or, or Gold Coast or motherfucking way. Hang out with your friends because they love you because you say the very shit that they want to say but won't do it because they got your black ass daughter. Uncle Ruckus, motherfucker. Bunch of them. Because you ain't going to support the hood. You're going to do it. You got to us? Okay. Fine. You want to talk shit about people in the hood? Fine. Do your thing. Look at Raven Simone. She was, she, everybody voted to have Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill. This silly bitch had the gall to say, well, we got to get past that. We want to have Rosa Parks. That bitch ain't getting in my kingdom. Whatever You got your $120 million, whatever, and you and you ashamed of your history, and, and you feel that if you talk about too much, your white friends won't like you no more, stay your ass over there with them. And I know some white people that, are moving, people that are moving in, 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 in my kingdom, and we can get the shit rolling like that. And I'll let them in. I'm not going to let them in because they white. I'm going to let them in because they understand. They're part of a system that they don't even want to be part of. It ain't shit they can do about it. They can't change the color of their skin. Yeah, they'll be afraid. They can't be afraid of some of the white people living over Inglewood. Now, we got a lot of white people in, in Mexican living in Inglewood. Right the fuck now. That's like I was sitting on the porch with my granddaughter and in, in a, in a couple walked by. I said, God damn. 
Rub my ashes. Where the fuck they come from? And in my kingdom of Inglewood, I'll let the world know what we're doing. And then I'll let the United States know what I'm doing. If they want to hop on that bandwagon, it's fine with me. But they ain't going to be the first motherfucker that I advertise my shit to. It's going to be the African nations. And hopefully I can get into the Middle Eastern nations and have them to come down and check and see what we're doing here in, in, in um, Inglewood, New Tulsa. Inglewood, New Tulsa, that's going to be the name of my kingdom. And then if we can get more foreign investment to come in and build more factories and 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 have everybody working at at, at least I want to go at least ninety to ninety five percent employment rate. Shit, I may fuck around take over Auburn Gresh. <laughs> Invade that motherfucker, take it the fuck over. They're like the United States did Mexico. Well, they didn't do Mexico. They did the uh, territory of the western um, part of the United States. I think they took over. United States did take over New Mexico, Arizona, and California, but that area, right? Nevada. Well, Mexico right, yeah, they, they, shit at one point. Right. They they used to be extended up to those levels until the, the, the gangsters came. Yeah, they took over all that shit. Because at one point back, if you people do your history, at one point, a motherfucker living in New York, if he wanted, if he or she wanted to go to California, them all had to go all the way down around South America and then back the fuck up. <laughs> had to go back the fuck up to go to California. That was like a four or five month trip just getting across from New York to California. Four months on a boat until they took that shit. How you doing, grandson? My grandson just came in from school. Yeah. I would try to get a lot of uh, investments in here, in, um, foreign investments in, in, in my kingdom of England world. Just tell them what we want. We want to be manufactured this, manufactured that. We're going to build roads. We're going to have trucks, the whole nine yards. Everything's going to be legal, above ground. My army's going to keep this motherfucker in order. I don't know if I want to build my own jail, and in, 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 I think I probably do. Because I think I could probably rehabilitate a bunch of guys in my own prison if I had one in Inglewood. Because it wouldn't be nothing like what the state and city set up. We'll try to let them understand, you know, we, we don't want you to do anything bad in Inglewood. We're trying our best to help you be uh, be a, uh, uh, rehabilitated. But see, we we got we to gotta kick your ass because you're a hard-headed motherfucker. You don't want to do shit. Get off your ass and do something. Now here's your options. Either you're going to fuck around, get some of this money, become an entrepreneur, and help your kids in the neighborhood. You're going to spread your seed, and you're going to stay with that woman that you spread your seeds with. You're going to get involved with the political thing. You're going to get involved with, with our foreign investment department. That means that you're going to take your ass overseas and try to bring some foreign investments in. Those are going to be your options. But if you're one of the motherfuckers that absolutely don't want to do shit, get your ass out of my kingdom. Don't come over here fucking up my shit. You, if you don't want to absolutely do nothing, we don't want to have absolutely to do have, have absolutely nothing to do with your motherfucking ass. Nothing. We don't give you the same respect you're giving us. None. Now bring your bad ass on over here talking about doing some shit. Okay, here we go. Keep out of that motherfucker for us. 
Keep that motherfucker out of our territory. If he bring his bad ass back here, whip a, whip a, we're going to roll up on his ass in the van. We're going to black, black mask the little motherfucker because he's too fucking hard-headed. How many options do we need to give you before you fucking around and pick one? If you just don't want to do shit, fine. Fuck it. Keep your ass out of our kingdom. Of course, you're going to have somebody that's going to challenge my kingdom. They're going to say, well, fuck that. We're going to go over there. We're going to take over that shit. That's our block. That's our hood. Yeah, good motherfuckers out there. A lot of them like that. And that's going to be where the war is going to be at, right there. And that's when this United States of America will have to come down and decide either they're going to let a New Tulsa, I mean, Inglewood, New Tulsa survives the way we got it set up, or they're going to let your little banshees come in and start just, just trying, trying to disrupt some shit. And if the motherfucker was really true about their word, which they're not, they'll help us. If not, we're going to handle our business. Fuck it. But see, then the system wants you to do shit like that. The system is real fucked up. They'll have you doing some good shit and then wait on you to fuck up and then just fuck all your shit. Just tear your, all your shit down. Because that ain't what they had in mind anyway. They already got us pegged to do something. What the fuck that is, we won't know until the last minute. But they got a plan. Oh, well, they, well, they build you they up just back for the to purpose. The... Just for the purpose. Yeah. Pete, you know, uh, you're right. Just for the purpose of doing it. Just for the purpose of getting back to old Tulsa. I'm saying old Tulsa now. No authorities came in there and, 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 and protected those people. They ain't even bringing, I don't think they brought anybody to trial. Because I know they, they were organized to the point where they knew what they was doing when they went in, new, uh, went in old Tulsa. They grabbed the banks. They went, to, for, they went for all the expensive shit like jewelry and shit like that. Keep in mind, y'all, old Tulsa, all black town, they had indoor plumbing, lights. Some of the surrounding communities didn't have that shit that was all white. They didn't have that stuff. The dollar in old Tulsa, that motherfucker spent around 100 times before it went out. 100 times. You ain't got to look it up. Google it. Study it. You ain't got to believe me. I'm just sitting there talking shit, smoking a cigar, and drinking me some VSOP. You ain't got to believe me. Oh, Jimmy, he's talking about because he was smoking cigars and drinking some VSOP. You ain't got to believe me. Do your homework. Look this shit up. Right now, we're going to go to commercial, and we're going to play a song. So if any of you guys want to come back and join us in the conversation, that's fine. If not, I'm just going to keep right in my mouth. Okay, we'll be back in a few minutes, y'all. Here we go. Hey, Chicago, for your next family reunion, call Jimmy Williams of Abstract T-Shirts at 773-690-5366. That's 773-690-5366. Your family reunion expert since 1990 with photo T-Shirts and custom printing available. You can see samples of his work on the Internet. Search for JimmyWilliamsOnline.com. That's JimmyWilliamsOnline.com. One word. For families wanting reasonable prices, quality service, and good advice at making their family reunion a success, call Jimmy Williams from Abstracts, T 
t-shirts at 773-690-5366. That's 773-690-5366. Your family reunions should always be a happy occasion, and your t-shirts should reflect that. Call Jimmy Williams at 773-690-5366. Your t-shirt man.
Well, all right. <laughs> I love that song, man. Who is that? Uh, Who is that? Thoughts and Dreams. I think that's the um, uh, Dramatics. Oh, okay. All right. Um, all right. I gotta go back. I'm, I'm, I think it's. I, it's not, I, I thought it sounded it sound like a little Ryan Banks tenor in there. You know, not that you mentioned it. I didn't. I usually know the dramatics, but uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, we, we gotta get. We bring 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 him mm-hmm. in. Yeah, he's been online now for about a minute or two. Caller, is, are you there? Yes. Yes. Oh, hey, Jim, how you doing? Yeah. What's up, dude? Pretty good. Yeah. So far, man, it's okay, man. I'm glad you called back because um, I think I gave you the wrong time, but we're working on it. We're working on it. I wanted you to come on, man, because we were talking about uh, earlier on, on Facebook about getting off your ass and doing something, man. I wanted you to call in, but I really want you to start off by introducing yourself and letting them know the name of your organization and what you guys have been doing. 10 years, man, because you've been at it for a while, so I'm going to give it over to you for like the next, t- next 10 minutes. Okay, my name is Marvin Edwards, and I'm the chairman and co-founder the founder of the 100 Men Standing Organization, and we are a gang prevention organization created in Cabrini Green. I'm a lifelong resident of Cabrini Green, led several organizations in Cabrini Green, also managed the property uh, a period of time also in Cabrini Green, and uh, also performed with a uh, Secretary of State Jesse White been doing that for 18 years also. So well-rounded, wearing many hats. And also a precinct chapter over in the 27th Ward in Chicago on the north side. And uh, some of the things we talked about this morning, gentlemen, about getting up, doing some things worthwhile and actually be meaningful, they can actually combat some of the gang violence in the city of Chicago. And we, uh, mm-hmm. we, we go out, our organization goes out and try to do what we can, but we need more brothers to actually step up and stand up and be a part of what we're trying to do out here. Okay. And right now, what we're getting is a bunch of promises and nobody's fulfilling any none of these good deeds that we should be doing out here. I mean, it's really getting frustrating and, and, and discouraging. We, every day you have 49 people shot in one, uh, two sections of the city and see it like nobody give it there. So it's really getting to be a heartbreaker. Yeah, but you guys have been at it for a long. How many years have you guys been doing this? Well, we just did the uh, 100 Man Standard. We're going on uh ninth year now with the 100 Man Standard. Okay. And uh, we, you know, like I said, you know, we do. We go, go out and talk to some of and try to put them through programs. And a lot of them enjoy the Jesse White Drum Corps. But we also, uh, as captains, uh, and uh, I mean, some of these people, we, we, some of these young people, we can reach. Some of them we're not. They still see the long distance away. And then some of our members are past and former gang members over in the community anyway. They can reform and turn their life around. So okay. uh, you know that we add that's added to our arsenal of uh, tools that we have to use that, that actually can help some of these people. Tell me something. Tell me this. How did you get through? To the guys that was actually uh, ex gangbangers, well, how did you get through to those guys? What did you say to them, or what did they have to do to be involved with your organization? Well, they had to make sure they changed their life around and be honest about that. That's really what they wanted to do. So we gave them a test of time to see uh, whether they gonna walk straight 
and not getting in any trouble or having a bad association with the guys they used to hang around with. And they knew what what kind of program. Me being in law enforcement myself, you know, I couldn't have no, no dealings with anybody that's out there doing negativity. So they knew they had to walk a narrow, straight, narrow path. And uh, so far, so good. I mean, none of our guys, that's, they, none of them return back to their old ways. and they they gainfully employed and out here preaching and doing positive things in the community. Brother Marvin, was it anybody? Okay, go ahead. Uh, uh, Marvin, uh, Mr. Bledsoe, yes. Keith Bledsoe is my executive producer. he got a question for you. Okay. Yeah, I was just, just going to ask you uh, for for anybody who just I, I really really heard you loud and clear when you when you were disappointed in the turnout from the people who are willing to get involved and that that's that's sad and unfortunate and I'm not surprised to hear it. But for those who just might uh, uh, have open minds to consider getting involved, what 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 do you require from uh, these brothers who would be a part of those 100 men standing? What what what, what, what are you looking for from these gentlemen? Looking for guys that have been there, done that. Uh, some people that get things to offer us good encouragement. Hopefully, we get people that's a little educated, more educated, because not only the streets, but out here in life, period. And, and be instead of be stand-up type of guys that won't be fathers to learn biological children out here and know how to set a boy on a man's back. That's what we really is geared toward trying to get role models that can really actually set a platform for the young people to set up the men. Mm. And okay. as, far, as, far, as, as far as time requirement, I mean, is, is it pretty much a, a, your availability? Do you have a set certain days a week when you get together? Do you break up into groups and subgroups type of thing? What, what, what type of formal well, we'll process do they expect? We'll, we'll meet once a week. Uh, we, we try to meet all four weeks in a month, but that's Time is not on everybody's side, so we'll, we might come together as a, a, a group so we can set a dialogue on what, what's going to be our next event that we'll be dealing with. But right now we'll be tied up, they're tied up on these these shootings throughout Chicago, so we usually go to the crime scene, speak with the family, get involved, go to some of these press conferences, and try to uh, see if we get information on some of these defenders, speak to some of the young people that are standing around, that know a lot of what's going on, but kind of fear, fearful to open their mouth and let the police know who is the perpetrators and what is this conflict about out here on these streets. So that's really what we, we, we've we been doing. So, like I said, we've had a heavy volume of shootings keeping us away from the other part of what we were like, the activities for the children. You know, we've just been okay. studying, running and running to all these crime scenes, trying to find out to see where that big breakthrough is going to come through as far as trying to end some of this gang violence. Okay. Okay. Um, I got another question, Marvin. Um, I've seen you guys work at work. You know, matter of fact, I passed you guys one time, stopped, and got me uh, got me a dinner from you guys, sat there and chilled out with you. <laughs> um, I did. <laughs> they, when they were there, I just stopped and did it. Yeah, is it any way? Is it any way? elected officials can can stop trying to front like they're trying to do something for the community. Is there any way we can put them on blast 
in terms of just just making a, a little bit more effort. Because right now it seems like they they it's all melancholy. It's almost like they don't want to even be involved with the community, but they got elected to help the community. Since you since you run to the crime scene and whatnot, how many aldermen or city officials have you ran into at some of these crime scenes that you've gone actually gone to and checked out? Well, the biggest one that hit home uh, hard last year, Jim, was last year was the Shamaya Adams over there with the young lady that was uh, at a sleepover and was killed. That that was one that when I spoke at that rally that they had over there, uh, mm-hmm. Jason Irvin came from the, the rear and Bob Fioretti came uh, across only because of the marriage election that was coming forth, and they wanted the media attention that they knew they were going to get. But uh, okay. that's a good question, <laughs> a question that you raised, because not enough of these elected officials are actually putting their money where they're out there. But the saddest part is the constituency. They constituency, as far as people in the city of Chicago, they are turning mm-hmm. an uh, uh, unbelievable silence about holding these people. We know politicians can't regulate how people live, but they can right. regulate and make a difference in some of these folks' lives. And it goes far beyond and, uh, boosting the payroll with more police in the street. And I tell people, based upon my own upbringing as far as how do Pookie and Ray Ray become Pookie and Ray Ray? And, and I tell people okay. this, this is what the court system don't see. This is what you would never how to hear put out in the media. When a child is young and his uh, last name is the have-nots, no father signal, no role model, nobody to look up to but what you see out there standing on the street corner becomes their role models. And then the kid growing and trying to have and begins to pay his mama's rent and keep the mama's nails done and getting the highest she indulges, he becomes the uh, breadwinner of the family. And in return, he doesn't have a curfew anymore. So that's what we need, we're trying to focus on. Getting that child that's in that house to mm-hmm. have other alternatives other than believing he got to go out and make this type of sacrifice that's leading to a dead end. But, Marvin, let, let me oh, okay. answer this because uh, speak, speak, speaking of what you just got you saying, one, one, of, one of my little pet peeves, and Jimmy knows this, that, I, that I've mentioned a lot on, uh, when I do uh, my show on Tuesday and also this show today, that one thing that I think that we definitely need, speaking of when you're just speaking of the young kids, the whole public school system needs to be made over and revamped, revamped to include from kindergarten through 12, in my opinion, conflict resolution, anger management, critical thinking, mm-hmm. basic morals, and self-respect to poison that this uh, uh, satanic media is programming into these kids. That's right. That's right. I, I, I agree with you 100%. Not to mention, when we came up, we had uh, vocational schools that had shop classes. Everybody's not yeah. going to go and be the doobie hogger of the 21st century. So, you know, attention <laughs> spans are very short these days. And we had things like auto shop, electric shop, auto body, band, uh, music. So we, yeah. yes, we had an awful lot that we actually learned how to go into a trade, what we was all hoping to grow old to become professional tradesmen instead of a, a rocket scientist. You know, we got to do things to keep the kids 
interested. And that, that's what we lose from that. Not to mention them worried about is they going to be shot to or from school or what type, if I'm going to have anything to eat when I get home or what is mom at us. She in there tricking off with some the, the young Pookie or Ray Ray that's going to give her a few dollars to try to get to feed the rest of the kids and have his way with her. That's what we need to really narrow it down to. See, now that's what I'm talking about with real people in the hood, man, because what you're saying with real, a lot of people, they don't they don't want to think that it's not low. They don't want to think that way because it, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's not detrimental to them and their perception of what their friends may think of them if they were to bring it up around a certain crowd that they hang with or a certain group that they want to impress. And sure. my next question is this. If, if, if we had our own policing, did you listen to my um, my dream about Inglewood, uh, um, New Tulsa, my kingdom? Not did you just hear any of that? Oh, don't no. worry about it. You'll hear it later. The show is archived, so you can listen to the rest of them whenever you want. I had a dream about okay. um, um, uh, changing Inglewood's name. It was going to be my kingdom. It was gonna, it, I was going to call it Inglewood, um, New Tulsa. And one of the main uh-huh. things I wanted to try to get people to understand about the history of Tulsa, Alabama. Uh, Tulsa, um, uh, Oklahoma, and what what they uh-huh. did and what they achieved. Problem, is it a biggest? Is one of the biggest problems that we got is that we reject our history as black people. In your opinion, you say reject history as black people. Yeah, do we reject our history as black people in this country? No, I think we not. Our history as black people in this country is not being taught like it was when we grew up. I mean, that's oh, the Chicago public school system seemingly got out of us. You know, once you, as you keep an individual ignorant, and a person don't know where he's been, they don't know where he's can, and he's going to be going, but to jail or to the cemetery. And I Absolutely. think that's done by design. Absolutely. I don't think that these young people reject it. It's just they're not being taught it. And you can only do what you're told or what you learn on your own. And Lord only knows what that could be through a course of a day or a lifetime with these young people. Mm-hmm. Now, one, one thing that um, – um, I'm sorry, go ahead, Keith. No, no, you go ahead. You go, go ahead, keep rolling, keep rolling. Okay. Yeah, um, Marvin, one of the things I wanted to ask you, too, is about the young ladies, man, that, that's having these kids, man, and, and trying mm-hmm. their best – I call it pick a daddy because they go out and have kids by guys that's rolling, balling, and a whole nine yards. And and that ain't mm-hmm. what these guys want. They just want a fine, wow. sexy motherfucker that they can hold on their arm and shit. Now they got a baby by them. Now that motherfucker rejected her because he just, she decided she wanted the family. Now he rolled to another young lady doing the same thing. Do these young ladies have to wake up to the point that, and, and see who they're dealing with or, or get a good idea who they're dealing with and then either step off or deal with that dumb shit? I agree with you, Jeff, because a lot of them need to grow up. They need to grow up and rise up because of, and you, you just take coming and the average guy that makes his path through a community, usually have about four or five baby mama that's all, that all went to school together, that all know each other from some form or fashion. They, these young women, they really hold a key because if they make a guy earn them instead of giving themselves to them like they're a piece of property, and have some self-respect for themselves, a lot of these, mm-hmm. these young guys 
would have to step their game up. And they got to come with some more than the look nipples and dimes that they're giving them to get their hair and nails done or to keep them with a cell phone. See, they standard a living has to rise. And that way these guys are get pull their standards up and have to come correct or there'll be a bunch of virgins walking around the city. Okay. okay. I, I really believe One, these, these young women and, and, and these guys know it don't take much for our young sisters. they only interested in pleasure. And what's that's all this partying? Every week you hear a number of these more women been shot in the city of Chicago last year. They went on their way this year than anywhere else in the world. Women are getting gunned down because everybody wants to party. Like Nobody saying, wants it, it, to it, raise and live like they got any sense. It, it is what systematic, as you say. But but look but look look who when you look at who the system imposes as role models to our youth, mm-hmm. and we buy into it, it's no wonder. I mean, we, we've gone from little Michael Jackson to little Wayne. We've gone from the temptations right. to, you know, uh, to uh, whatever other thugs out there. You know, we've gone from jazz to, to to just this satanic crap that's not even fucking music, okay? But you can't tell our youth that. They have bought into it. Like we always play, we play Simon Says with the system. And we always do what Simon says, it, it, and that's a damn shame. That's why we. I, that's why I say we need to counter this shit in a public school system. And I don't hear nobody in the education system talking about needing to be revamped. These kids need music sues the savage beast, which is why they took the damn band out of the school. Mm-hmm. They know what they're well, doing. You know how they I, know exactly. What they're doing. I, I told a, a, a young lady and some people last just last week. Uh, the lady come out attitudeish. She she this she that she this. I say, have you ever uh, heard Ward Cleaver arguing with uh, Mr. Cle- uh, 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 what's the, the mother name was Ward and June Cleaver? So you ever heard Ward arguing with June Cleaver? No, but you heard Florida arguing with James Weezy arguing with George. I said, why is that? A woman hates <laughs> for you to tell her about her her place in life. But I told her, you don't even know why you think it the way you think it. So then I dropped a little list on her. I told her, have you ever read the Willie Lynch letter? You read this letter, okay. all this is done by design. These people allow you to get a job making more than your mess. So when you get out of work, you're not submissive to your husband, your man, or significant other, whoever you get. If you can tell him, honey, uh, no, I didn't cook. I'm not cooking because I've been at work all day and you've been laid off, and uh, I make just as much money as you're not making now. So all of this was put in the game to retool the thinking of our black women. That's why a lot of them is living this I'm an independent woman stuff now, and it's really tearing up households and sending a negative message to how a woman should be to a man. Absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely. Do you feel that um, um, a lot of women um, that knows this, they know the system, they know how it works, and they know it's, it's working to their advantage? You think the reason that they some of them stick with it is because they're starting to like being the man and the woman of the neighborhood? Let me hear that one more time, Jeff. I said the women that actually knows what the system is doing uh, overall, 
Do you think they just like the idea of being in that in that position of of, of power in order to to dictate to a man what she wants and how she wants it done? You think it's just a power? I wouldn't, power, call, it, um, I wouldn't call it a position of power. I think it's a position of being a fool and. One of the greatest jobs in the world is trying to wake up a fool. See, when you try to tell a fool that you've been a fool, you get a long, drawn-out argument. But when you ease it on them, let them know. Now, if that's your best thinking, it haven't got you nowhere. And that's the that's thing. I mean, all women want somebody to stroke their ego. And, and some, like they with this social media, they love to see themselves on Facebook and all the life, life, life. Like I told one of the young ladies, you can put on the tightest clothes that uh, seamstress have to offer you, but the thing is, and they can hit like all day long and tell you how beautiful you is. Call half of them friends you got that hit like and tell them you need $100, pay your rent, see how many likes that And they don't understand. And they just, they, they blind it in many ways that's why they walk in the role of a fool. And it's sad. It's really disheartening because it's actually destroying these young ladies. They're growing up with this ride-or-die attitude. They're going to get theirs any way by any means. And some of them think they want to be happy. And, and, and they quest to strive for a good time and happiness. They, they destroy the, the young black women that they should be teaching things to. You know, because if they knew their history, man, they would understand at one point, you know, when they first came out with the welfare thingy, that uh-huh. if the person, if the if that welfare person from the welfare office came around and saw a man in her house, they would question uh-huh. her like she's a little three-year-old and kick that man about it so he keep them checks rolling for the baby. That's right. They, they did that at one point. If the history, his yeah. history, okay, young ladies, if you listen to me, I am not lying about this. You can Google it. You can ask a friend. You can ask your grandparents. They did this shit. Better than Go ahead. You can finish, Mom. And, and, and you can just tell them, don't get the movie Claudine. And, and uh, man, you, you remember the movie Claudine? They knew to take the I black mean, man out of the a household that the house was surely crumble because there's no structure there. And then that will allow our women to be manipulated by white America. And then, like the brother said earlier, that this goofy music that they hear and goofy things that they uh, portray, it's all these black movies, and we got some talented actors. But I figure, it, I see it's, it's really a shame when you got to show all this cleavage, all this sex, and that's what everybody wants to look like Beyonce. Back in the day, you, you, you only wore a wig when you had to. Now they volunteer. Same way with these guys with their pants hanging down. You know, if you was gay or whatever your your, your, your piece was, you kept it a secret between who you did what you did with. Now, if it's, nobody is ashamed of nothing they're doing at this day and age. And we just destroying ourselves every day. I mean, can't nobody knock who you is or how you live, but when the way you live and who you is becomes a have an effect on everyday people, then I have a problem with it. Our youth I mean, you have been told, these, these kids, and, and adults, because the adults and the, the, the uh, music, right. uh, by, by the media, by the movies. Uh, That's right. It, it, 
and they're, they're, in the, they're in the zombie state of mind. I call it World War Z. That's we right. live in the land of zombies. You're right. You, you're absolutely right. You you have a lot of people, the, uh, adults that have children, they're not raising their children no more. They're growing up with their children. And that, that, some of them, I worked over in the county jail for years before I just moved to another detail. And some of these guys are waking up hot off of these pills that they're taking, and they're waking up with murder charges, and they didn't even have a clue why they was under the influence. Going through the intake over in the county jail, they didn't know you were locked up for murder until so their lawyer come visit them the next day. And then they go for a bond hearing. And one of them they're charged with murder. You, you didn't know you killed nobody last night? And the, the society, the government, these politicians, every time I talk to one of them, they act like they they the new kid on the block. They had no idea about what's going on and how it started. But if the same outbreak of madness was going on in predominantly white and rich neighborhoods, this, this, it's a whole different approach, new approach that they take with it. See, it's, it becomes a state of emergency when it affects rich America. But as long as it's staying over in the named ghettos, it's only a containment process that's going on. And that's got to stop. And you're right. Team, yeah. You want to continue because if you stop it in our community, then we'll move somewhere else like a cancer through a body. And they know this. So we let them sell dope over there. We'll let them do this and that. But they best not bring it across to Michigan Avenue because then it's a state emergency. An 81-year-old woman was shot Friday four times. Going to, yep. she come back from viewing her daughter to make sure her daughter was prepared for the service the next day. And it is late. You didn't hear, you don't hear no public outcry about what happened to an 81-year-old woman. Who shoots an 81-year-old woman? You yeah. probably don't have that long to go, no way. You going to rush out of it? I mean, I'm not trying to be critical of it, but I'm critical. There's no outcry. Same way with this mess. His son gets busted in the mouth and his cell phone took. You got the whole police department trying to track down the perpetrator of that. Then you get the other little boy that got killed over the jacket over there on 63rd Street under the the bite out. And, and that's a hush thing. Come on, man. We can't have two cities or two separate standards. But it's okay to do this here, but it's out of the question to do that there to the well-connected and the politicians. And that's that. Man. It's that. I am so glad you called in, man, because, um, make sure, you know. Make sure we get the Brother Marvin's information before we get off the air. His contact information. Okay, make sure I'll we get have the no problem. Okay. 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 Go ahead, Brother Jim. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. No, no. But, I mean, it's, just, it's good that I've got a show going on like this where you can get a chance to ask some of the dirty laundry going right. on in the national Because a lot of people won't, like, you got people that's woke, but they sleep, conscious, but they're unconscious. In my my professional career, what I do for a living, I see a lot of these people coming to these courtrooms, dumbfounded to reality. I see the riffraff through my training. I can't run from what I see. I got to deal with it because that's the role I took in life as far as my profession. Then having the organization. So in coming from the background that I come from, as growing up in Cabrini Green, I mean... You know, it's it, it just 
I have that exposure and know how to talk to talk and walk that type of walk. But for the better, of trying to help the young people. But yeah, I don't have yeah, to stop any time. Go ahead, John. Now, I was about to say, ladies and gentlemen, we went over, but we're going to go another, like, 15, 20 minutes because I love what Brother Marvin is saying. So uh, go ahead, man. Do your thing for, like, another five minutes. Yeah, and, any of these young yeah. people that are listening out there, they need somebody to talk to, you know, they want to figure out how to get involved with the 100 Man Standard. They uh, got stirs and shit. But we're here, we're available. I got a good team of people that's dedicated to the cause to bring these brothers up to speed. Everybody ain't going to be uh, a scientist. But one thing about it, when you have self-respect and pride about your life, you tend to have that reflection on your next door neighbor. And, and that's what we're trying to promote. Education is more than just reading, writing, and arithmetic. It's about your history. History is very important in mm-hmm. black lives because if you know where you've been, you know where you want, you need to be going. And then you stand still Still doing the same old thing, expected different results. You are lying to yourself, not cheating yourself, lying to yourself every day. And we need to change that. Change the mindset, the way we think. We'll change what we are doing. And some people are doing absolutely nothing. These women, they're partying on Sunday. That's the Lord's day. They're not getting up there involved in homework. They let, as long as the kid don't piss them off, they are fine with it. I got a good kid. Then when he gets his head blown off, you go find a picture when he was 10 years old, his graduation picture, with the kid's mouth. But not to mention the dreadlocks he done grow and the terrorists he became in the community. And the same. Hmm. Man, tell them about your organization again and give them a number where they can reach you at. We're in Chicago, ladies and gentlemen. And, um, um, we're in Chicago. Okay. I don't need to catch up. Go ahead. I can put it in there. I was about to say, tell them the name of your organization, um, your name again, and give them a number where they can reach you at if, they, if they're interested. Okay. Yes, yeah, interested. My name is Marvin Edwards. I'm in Chicago. My phone number is 312-617-0580. We welcome anybody with a positive attitude to join. Believe me, it's, it's going to take all of us. One person can't do everything, but everybody can do something. And many hands make heavy work light, but regardless of whatever we try to achieve in life, the more the merrier. Again, my name is Marvin Edwards, the founder and chairman of 100 Men Standard. If you're interested, you can call me at 312-617-0580. That's what I'm talking about. My second yep. producer is Keith Bledsoe, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Keith, you got something you want to say, bro? Well, I, I just, uh, this is uh, what we had just talked about today is what was we wanted this real uh, people from the hood to be about all along. And what today's conversation uh, totally reflected what our main purpose was to say what needs to be said that too many people seem afraid to say. And I'll, I'll leave it at that. And I want women to call in. I, I want to really get a woman side of it because I can say things about what women do and women say and stuff like that, but I don't know because I'm a man. I'm a man of taking care of my family. But, again, I, I'm living in a household with four different women with four different attitudes, so they driving me to drink. So I don't know what the hell they're thinking about having <laughs> So if they can tell me, I sit down, I'm a good listener. I'm a very good listener. Again, ladies and gentlemen, this is real people from the hood. 
uh, we're going to get out of here with a last song. And, Marvin, I'm so glad you called it, man. Calling anytime, any Monday. Absolutely. Keep show, keep show is on a Tuesday. Uh, okay. We the people. So, uh, keep, um if you want to tell them a little something about your show coming up or you want to just wait until tomorrow or do your thing, well, I'm, do that. Well, you know how we do. We Like I say, you always play the point guard for me. You bring up the court and pass it off, and I'm a slam dunker tomorrow. I pretty much pick up where we left off. Uh, Marvin, I'll definitely be uh, getting a hold of you, of you for my Tuesday show. Okay. And I, I would hope that maybe on occasion you can come on one of our shows. We can just get updates, and we can just keep people, you know, let them hear what's really going on, and not from ABC and NBC and Fox and CNN and all that bullshit, you know? No promise. No promise. Uh, Oh yeah, Marvin. We got a segment too where we taking our music music back, man. Ain't no Bang Capital slash Clear Channel is going to dictate what we gonna play on our show. And with that That's being right. said, ladies and gentlemen, this is another one in the tube, and we are out of here. I will see you guys later. Okay, later. Great what show. What you gonna play now, Bobby? I don't know, but whatever I play, it's got to be. It's got to be.
real people from the hood, y'all. Real people from the hood.